0: Hello
1: gorgeous gorgeous girls and welcome back to another episode of Girlfriends. I'm Lindsay and I'm joined by makeup artist extraordinaire
0: Sophie. <laughs> Hello there's not been much makeup being done at the minute I think because the uh, the nights are so grim and dark the last thing I feel like doing is putting a full glam on. But, oh yeah uh, I know what you mean I've just been or just wanting to hibernate honestly. The only thing I want to put on is like a face mask and some like yeah some under eye patches that's all i want to (laughs) do but i've got some big like there's some big time inspo from this episode let me tell you that (laughs) oh my god absolutely
1: um so this week on dragula is part one of the monsters of rock challenge like this is a legacy challenge in Dragula. I'm so happy they split it into two episodes because the looks deserve a moment of their own and the performance deserves a moment of its own.
0: So how excited were you for this challenge? Oh, you know, it's it's like Christmas it just—it seems to come round quicker every year that we have the Monsters of Rock challenge. They must have heard us from previous episodes where we're like, the editing was too quick. We didn't see anything, so they're like, "Girlfriends, we're here. We're going to give you what the fuck you want. You wanted you wanted it longer. You get two episodes. Here you go. Stop whinging.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're so happy. <laughs> I love it." Okay, so let's just get into it because like tons happened in this episode, um, even in terms of just like the drama among Mm. the monsters and stuff as well. So we finished things up last episode with Satana, Anna Flatsik, and Argosik up for extermination, and Satana is exterminated. So the group are just kind of discussing who they want to come back. And everybody kind of except Blackberry's like, oh, I want Anna to come back. Um, they think Satana should go home. They kind of gave up and they think fair's fair. But Blackberry's like, no, Anna doesn't have much of a personality and they're not like giving enough. So they should go. And we kind of like touched on this last week with, like, Americans are really bold, like, you really get that on reality TV shows with them, they're really bold and their emotions are just right there for everyone to see and British people stereotypically tend to be a bit more reserved and I think that's what's happening here with Anna versus the rest of the group. Um, It's touched on a bit later, but what do you think of this? Because I feel like it's a little bit unfair.
0: Yeah I think it's it's where we're seeing that like cultural divide isn't it of like you know Anna isn't kind of coming can canning into the room and, and jumping around singing dancing and screaming she is just very much like keeping herself to herself and and just kind of being like, I'm just going to quietly get on with it. I'm going to try and let my look speak for itself. There's a lot of big personalities in that room. <laughs> um, and I think it is, if you are a bit more, you know, naturally introverted or reserved, it's going to be well easy to get lost in the midst of all of that. Um, so I think, yeah, it was surprising that Blackberry was just so bold with it to be like, nah, <laughs> I don't want her to come back. She's too quiet away with her.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so in the discussion around like who's going home, everyone does comment on Satana kind of giving up. She had, like she feels a bit bad for a second and she kinda gs herself back up um again. But um Fantasia drops some um like traumatic things that have happened to her and why she's like really going all in on this competition because drag's really important to her. And she mentions that she was incarcerated and that she was a fugitive. So we're we'll jumping ahead a bit on like everything that happens, but Blackberry pulls her aside later on to talk about what happened. And like it made me like really sad because she is is incarcerated essentially, or like gets in trouble with the law for trying to use a bad check to get, uh, food, and I'm just like, it's like she's being punished for being poor, which is really messed up to me. Um, yeah, she wrote a bad check to buy food and got arrested. Um, Fantasia was talking about in the state that they live in, the trans people are put with, the kind of people who have really bad mental health problems and they're like a bit unstable and like didn't really feel safe with that. So essentially went on the run after not turning up at court after parole, which again put them in another unsafe situation because she wasn't able to find a uh, regular work or a safe place to live. And it all eventually got caught up with her and she had to spend four months inside. Um, and Count drag is like, getting her back on the right path again so you kind of understand why she's like really passionate about it and you've got that from her every episode i would say throughout the show
0: oh my god yeah it's the passion that comes from fantasia is just like you say it it just seeps through everything doesn't it um this whole conversation made me cry (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, the whole conversation just made me cry. I mean, I am a few days away from my period, so that <laughs> might have something to do with it. But when she said, I beat the statistics, I was just like immediate floods of tears. Like, you know, I, we all know that black trans women are, you know, their statistics of being murdered in in America, particularly are just, it's appalling. Mm-hmm. Um, so that line floored us completely. Um you know, that whole conversation was just, for all it was devastating, it was beautiful. And I'm so glad that Fantasia's been given this platform to be able to have those kinds of conversations. Um, So yeah, you can see why she was like, don't fucking, you know, you get a bad critique and don't just be like, oh, I'm going to go home now. Like, use the platform that you've been given. Like, whether you're here for one week or the whole time that Dragula's running for, like use that fucking platform
1: yeah like fantasia's been through a lot and she grabs every moment of opportunity by the horns and just does it and like you absolutely have to respect that um like i really like fantasia i've got really good vibes off her from episode one like her picture is one of my top three and yeah i'm sad that she had to go through this Um but I'm glad that she's here to tell the tale um, yeah me too I just oh, this is a whole other conversation that we don't need to get into right now but it's just the justice system in the US and the UK is just so fucking messed up and yeah I, I just I find it really heartbreaking that somebody who was in a situation that they had to like forge a check to buy food is the one that gets punished and not the system that led to her having to do that in the first place because people shouldn't be starving in the richest country in the world, should they? Preach
0: it. (laughs) it. This is where, so tune in next week for Girlfriend's social justice podcast (laughs) where we try to right all of the wrongs in the world.
1: (laughs) Oh God, I wish I could do that. (laughs) Um. so in the opening scenes JK lets the group know that Orgotic spilled that drink on them and we kind of mentioned that last week And um, JK is even like I want to beat their ass for doing that because it's like I, we both said it like it was really fucking out of order the the group seems to have a totally like different response. Cynthia says in confessionals that Jay's been poking at everybody so they should just get over it and like Jarvis is just like you know I think it's I think it's a sign of love or something and Orgotic is just like oh it's not that serious.
0: I felt like I was being gaslit (laughs) I was like, "What? Like, yeah." When Jarvis said, "Oh, it's got Gothic's way of showing love," I was like, "If, if my other half threw their drink on me and was like, oh, it's because I love you,' he would be thrown through the fucking window. Like, don't ruin my makeup, don't ruin my hair. That is no. It's like you know when people get married and they shove cake in the face, like when it's time oh, to put the cake. I hate no, that." immediate divorce absolutely not that is not that is not my love language so um I did hear on the Boulies podcast that there was bits that weren't shown where maybe some context around the drink being thrown was because JK was being very flirty towards orgotic and it then became a bit too much which is why so I don't know why that wasn't shown, because it maybe would give a little bit more context, which might give more understandable or orgotics in. Oh, well, you're always telling us I'm making you wet kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where that's coming from. But I think who knows? There's been quite
1: a bit of discourse this week, and we've said it basically every week of the show that we don't understand where all the hate is coming from for JK. And I've seen people online being like, either Jay is not as bad as what people are making out or we're not being shown something. Because there is no good explanation as to why this man is so hated among the cast. I mean, I know he's probably not hated among the cast, but I, I really, really, really do not understand why they don't like why the rest of them
0: don't like jk yeah it's just on the end of like all this like you know the jabs the jives and like i think there's a conversation later where they're like oh you know you're always you know telling jokes and you know telling jokes to hide how you're really feeling i'm like that's probably a lot of people's coping mechanisms and things like but why does that why is that a reason for them to be on the end of all of this shit
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So um they get the the call to uh look at the VT from the Boole brothers. I just noticed this week that they're getting bloodier every week. Oh yeah. After killing each of the monsters, which I thought was really cool. Oh. Um and they give the ins and outs of what the challenge will be. So They each have to create a solo Monsters of Rock look and at the end of this episode a monster will immediately be exterminated. The remaining monsters will be split into two groups and record live vocals for the Bully Brothers' track Gods of Death. They will then lip sync this on stage and the winners of the group challenge will have their version of the song released. So, a really cool
0: challenge. That prize is sick. Like, imagine being able to be on a single with the Bully. is like, oh, so good. Um, And there's a bit of discussion about who
1: doesn't want to be in a group with each other, which I thought was quite funny, given how the groups end up panning out by the end of the episode. Um. So, Throb says they want to be with Jarvis, Jay says that they don't want to work with Jarvis, Neo, or Argotic. Jarvis and Neo, because they're too clean cut uh, and don't think that they'll be able to do a rock challenge very well. And Argotic, because they're like scrapping at the moment. Throb also says that they don't want to work with Argotic because uh, there'll be too much masculine energy and they'll butt heads. Cynthia and Fantasia say in confessionals that they don't want to work with Anna because they don't think Anna has any rock in them whatsoever. Um, Yeah, so what do you think about all this already? Everyone's like, I don't want to work with you. I don't want to work with you.
0: I think this is the time in the in the competition where the claws start coming out, isn't it? Like we've kind of got past. Although I don't know in the, with this group of ghouls, I don't know if we've ever had the kind of nicey nicey. Oh, we'll all like be best best friends and this that and the other. I don't know if we've had that. To be fair, but I think this is when the kind of the masks start coming off, and it, it's like we're getting down to brass tacks now. Like, let's get amongst it. But yeah, there's there's certain like yeah, I think you know particularly later with like Blackberry and, and Anna that that is a, a feud I did not see coming <laughs> if I'm honest
1: right. um,
0: but yeah I think it, it's certainly starting to all kind of bubble up a little bit now I think you always get this when it's group challenges as well like the dynamics of it all always get a little bit messy people start butting heads like People want to be like, well, I want to be the leader, I want to do this. And I think it's really interesting the way that they've done this this challenge this week of being like, we're not good just going to go jumping straight into the right, let's assign roles. You're all gonna we're gonna do the, the band challenge. It is just gonna be like solo looks first, someone's getting the chop. It's high fucking stakes. Absolutely. Um
1: also off the back of finding out what the challenge is gonna be. Jay and Fantasia end up getting into a massive argument. Um, I wrote down in my notes over a misunderstanding because I think Jay is just trying to say, like, like, well, he does say, you don't normally do this type of thing, so how do you think you'll get on? Mm. And Fantasia has taken that, like, to be like, oh, you're not going to do well in this, essentially. And it led into this big thing that does not get resolved this episode at all. Um, what did you think about that?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with you. I think it was just to like, oh, is, that's not your usual kind of performance style. Like, how are you feeling about it? Like, is you know maybe trying to be like a friendly thing? That's certainly what came across to me on screen. Anyway, again, like you know, I don't know what kind of context we're missing, if any, um but yeah it just blew up into this big thing like my note is literally oh my god the girls are fighting (laughs) I feel like yeah I'd have been like you know what I think it was Throb who was doing that you know that Shrek meme where he's just like (laughs) looking like really awkwardly I feel like that would have been me in the corner just being like oh my god guys that's not what was being said (laughs) so later on
1: in the lab when everyone's um, working on their look, looks uh, Blackberry's making really pointed comments about people being quiet and they don't know if they're going to do well and like I've never been so proud of a person Anna's just like so you're talking about me and just calls them out and it was weird kind of seeing Blackberry retreat like that like I kind of wish she would have just been like yeah I'm talking about you Um. But Anna like completely calls him out on it. And it's just like,
0: I'm fucking sick of this shit. And I was just watching her like, on your cell head, like, get the fucking told. It was definitely given, like, when you've had a really tough day at work and people are just getting on at you, asking you bits and like, can you do this? Can you do this? And can you do this? And, can you... and it's probably someone being like, oh, can you go get like the milks run out and you just blow up? Like mm-hmm. it's the most British blow up ever, just being like, I can't be dealing with this. This is te- like, stop talking about me like this. And it wasn't like even particularly like rude or a massive blow up, like maybe what we saw with JK and Fantasia earlier. But it was just to like, stop talking about us like that like i'm i'm in this competition the same as you like stop underestimating us yes i might be a bit more reserved than you but i'm okay actually shut up <laughs> stop talking about us <laughs> <laughs> yeah like she
1: got into the same competition as you so she's obviously got something about her that the bullies saw so I like you said, just because I'm not fucking singing and dancing uh, 24-7 doesn't mean that I'm not worthy of being here and I think yeah sometimes people mistake being like introvert or quiet for like not being confident mm. or something and it's just like no like those two things aren't like mutually exclusive yeah like like, anne's doing this for 12 years like she knows what she's doing
0: yeah like that is an experienced queen
1: (laughs) yes um so it's the next day and they're getting ready for the floor show and cynthia asks jay about the fantasia situation and it fucking blows up again and I'm just like, Fantasia gets annoyed at Jay for talking about it, but it's Cynthia who asked the question, and Jay's just like, I'm answering the fucking question. Like, I kind of see like Fantasia's point of view. Like, if it's about me, talk to me. But mm. I feel like that was in the wrong direction. And I know it was a producer who told Cynthia to ask <laughs> the question, but still... <laughs> i do <laughs> jake she's not done anything
0: i think as well like i you know i really like cynthia and i think you know i'm i think her confessionals this whole season have just been fucking gold like that there's the door, bitch like that was so fucking good but i feel like this episode she was just a complete like flip-flopper like you know, there was one instance where she was being really sympathetic towards JK and being like, you know, I completely understand and, you know, the bottom. But now you're in the top and you're a winner and then other people start being like, yeah, but JK this, blah, blah, blah. And Cynthia's like, yeah, JK, oh, get over it, blah, blah, And it's like, pick a fucking lane, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't be picking both sides. Like, get off the fence. <laughs> so after that, Disaster.
1: Cynthia then asked Anna about her BlackBerry. And (laughs) Anna's like, Do you know what? I did actually blow up a bit. I'm I'm really sorry about the way that I spoke to you. And Blackberry's just like really passive aggressive. And Anna's just like, well, in comparison, like, well, I tried, like, I guess I'm not here to make friends at the end of the day. But I'm just like, how how is that gonna play out next week? Because um, Yeah, like there's all these arguments, none of them have been resolved, and everyone's about to work in teams. So it's like, are they all gonna get on? Um, like how how are they how are they gonna work with all of this underlying tension amongst
0: everyone, essentially? The perfect storm before a group challenge.
1: I mean, they do love to because there's always I mean, drag queens, drag queens will tell yourself they've got massive egos. Uh, they like to read each other sometimes it goes a bit too far and I always feel like when it comes to this challenge there is some kind of rivalry going on and they will absolutely put them
0: together (laughs) 100% well one good telly at the end of the day come on true true (laughs) um
1: so as you mentioned there, Cynthia takes Jay aside to just kind of like find out what's going on and I was really shocked the first time I watched this because I was like I thought you two hate each other <laughs> but I'm just like I I think it's been known that Cynthia is a good egg deep down and I was just like oh, like she has a good egg Um, so like Cynthia says like oh you you joke around a lot and um, like feeling like there's something deeper going on and Jay gets like really emotional and starts crying and just feels like they're having a hard time letting people in and they just they kind of feel like the odd one out which yeah they
0: are like no wonder you feel like that i mean what a terrible time you've had so far everyone's just been so against you yeah like exactly
1: um and cynthia's like trying to like G them up and it's like you're in a room full of oddballs like at one time or another every single person in this room felt like that whether it was like in childhoods, high school or adult life like you're in a room full of freaks so it tries to encourage them to open up a bit more which I feel like Throb tried to do the week before That mm. we've both kind of said like I feel like there's something going on with Jay not that they owe us like no. their trauma for us to understand them and get to know them a bit deeper, or to make a good television moment. But I feel like there's something going on with them, and that's why they're like that. Like nobody fights like that. Yeah. Without having had something happen to them.
0: Yeah, it's very de- like defensive, isn't it? Of like just. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep you at arm's length because that feels comfortable for me. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so let's get into the floor show. So I love the Bailey's looks this week, as as per usual. Um, I also love how they
0: introduced each other. Yeah, no, I was like when I was writing my notes, I was like, right, there's the Bailey's look, absolutely stunning, sexy devil bonfire, absolutely gorgeous. Right, the judges. Oh, so it's a um music oh it's oh it's swan okay oh oh right I see where we're going (laughs) (laughs) it was great like I was gagged (laughs) they're so
1: funny like I say every Dracula season like they're so goofy like yeah Yeah. I love it so much I'd love to go for a pint with them
0: like just to have like just proper shits and giggles like it'd be well good (laughs)
1: so let's get into the looks Um, so first up on the floor show was Anna I think this has been like her best week so far I love the silhouette and she was just going for it so much in the performance (laughs) I just loved the way she was walking as well she was walking with some heft and she was just like look I'm here I'm a rock goddess and I think that was so cool
0: like me uh me man would say it, more edge than a 20 pence piece <laughs> <laughs> That's So good. i absolutely loved it like she's like look you want confidence i'll give you fucking confidence like i'll give you shoulder pads for days i'll give you neon hair it was very like if um if pinhead from hellraiser like had sex with a glow stick like i was <laughs> yeah one of my like this was definitely one of my favorite looks this week and like he's such a just such a great moment for Anna, I thought.
1: Definitely. Um. So next up was Blackberry, who was giving us, like, kiss plus extra sexiness. Um. Seeing the pictures I'm looking at, I'm like, wow, this look. But see on the floor show, I don't know what it was about these shoulder pads, but I fucking hated them. <laughs> like, I don't know why they were giving me, like... <laughs> They looked like inflatables. I think that's what sort of uh, was annoying mm. me about them and they didn't look sturdy. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I hate this because the bodysuit is so good. So, so so good. And I like I feel like I would have liked it
0: so much more if those shoulder pads just weren't there. Mm. My so I'm just looking at my notes. I'd like I'd love to know what goes through my head because I just like I literally just write down like my immediate like first impressions. I've just wrote my poor flaps could not <laughs> <laughs> like that is that is somebody suit um I'm really sad for her that the hair didn't work because I would have really liked to have seen how that would have interacted with those shoulder pads. I do think that like the bald look was fierce. like I think mm. it looked really good and it, I, I don't know if it might have been a bit much because the shoulder the shoulders were so much yeah. Um, I don't like it wasn't a top for me, but it certainly wasn't bottom. Like I thought it was the whole overall look was good, but it just it just was missing something. And I don't know if it was the headpiece or not. Mm. It's a very like what if slidey doors moment.
1: Yeah. I think it would have been good with the hair because it was also meant to be like spiky mohawk. Mm. Um I think it would have gone with the spiky shoulder pads. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just I hated seeing them in motion. But when I look at the picture, I'm like, oh wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um you're so true and so funny about um the thong though. <laughs> Me and one of my friends, like whenever we see one of those like ridiculously tiny bikinis, we just like send each other a picture with the yeah. same caption and it's
0: like, but well, where's our fanny? Like where's your vagina go? Like my- like <laughs> The labia majora of it all. Like guys, think about our anatomy, please. <laughs> it's right. too it's too much. That is just it's thrush waiting to happen and no one wants thrush. No essay. No one wants it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so next on the floor show was Neo Huru X.
0: Um what what did you think of Neo? oh, I'm going to be a bellend again because I ragged on her look last week. It just, it it didn't fit the theme for me. I'm sorry. Like, I thought it was like stunning. Like absolute, give me sexy leather mother of it all. And I loved the microphone. But where was the volume? Where was the big hair? Where was the like 80s, like rock god, which was like hammered into us from the bullies when they were talking about like this is the theme of the challenge we want big big big.
1: Well, I think that's gonna be like come up a bit later because I don't think everyone took monsters of rock as like eighties. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see later on someone has become a literal monster of rock, mm-hmm. and someone else does a uh, emo inspired look. Um so it's interesting how we're kind of some of the, the drag artists that come on the show are like, actually, I don't want to be a glam rock 80s. I want to go for this genre of rock instead. Um I don't know if that should count against them or not. Mm-hmm. Um
0: I think maybe you have to be more explicit, if so. Yeah. It just wasn't given like I think the, the thing that I took from it was the the word I got was volume, mm. and I just didn't see volume in the I, look for me.
1: I suppose it was kind. Of, it was brought up with Blackberry, and they were like, "It's a big hair challenge, and you are bald." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so savage. Like, but um, yeah, like they did say that. So I don't know, I like. I really liked the look and I thought it was so cool to turn the katana into a microphone. I thought that was actually really funny. But um, yeah, it's a funny one. I if feel it, like...
0: If it was like, I don't know, like... I think if it wasn't this challenge where it's like, just don't, just don't use the word volume. Maybe I'm just getting a bit too autistic with it. <laughs> the yeah. like the absolute black and white thinking in my head is like you've said the word volume, so there needs to be volume. Mm. <laughs> I don't know because the, the look itself, I loved it. Like I've literally wrote. I absolutely love the whole look itself. But is it right for the challenge? I don't. I don't feel like it is. Mm. Oh and a Simon Cowell of Girlfriends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just can't think. Like the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, mm, I don't think that's like I'll look for the challenge. But then I was like looking at it again. I'm like, could this be like new age goth in mm. China? Like there is it's a great look, but I'm yeah. like I don't know. It's definitely a more modern interpretation, and not like the '80s one that we're used to for the challenge. But
0: yeah, yeah, because I think that could, that can be like really one note really quickly. Mm. And I think like I have got that as a note for some another one, um, another look that comes out a bit later is like, mm. but so I like the interpretation, like the modern interpretation of it. But I just think it just needs those extra elements. Yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) move on move on um
1: so next on the floor show was Jarvis um I felt a bit sorry like for Jarvis like they said in the the laboratory they were going for a David Bowie inspired look it is absolutely a David Bowie inspired look but see when you compare it with everyone else it's just so
0: small that's literally what I've written it's so small like it is and I think it just doesn't help that Jarvis is small anyway um but you know you can do things to kind of you know big up yourself (laughs) Mm. um I think it's almost like too literal of an interpretation of that particular look isn't it like we're not getting Jarvis's drag like if they'd done it with like that ghost makeup as well I think that would have been so good it was just like um, it was almost like a bit cosplay mm. Um, what do you think of the the comments about them looking like thing, thing one and thing two? I mean, as soon as they said it, I was like, "That is quite fair." <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are saying it's the color palette, but it's not because, as Eva Destruction points out on Twitter, she did a blue hair and a red leather jacket look. For the Monsters of Rock Challenge in season three and one. Oh yeah. But it's the shape of it all. Yeah. It just looks like thing one and thing two. And they even have like stripy socks on as well. I'm just yeah. like, oh god. Poor Jarvis. And, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't a great showing for them. And it's it's very sad. Mm. But one person who had a great fucking showing tonight was Fantasia. Um I love the Tina Turner vibes the late great Tina Turner um, and just the way it was edited as well I think made her look so much better as well like they did this edit with the beat and her like <laughs> doing the drumsticks on her bum and I just thought that was so funny she looked fucking amazing
0: and the wig like the wig reveal as well. Don't. Cool. when they said like in the judging a little bit later and they're like oh we heard everyone in the crew gasp I'm like me fucking too like I was literally like oh that is phenomenal like this was my favourite look of the whole thing it was unbelievable it was so good same it
1: was my favourite as well and uh, yeah like she said the whole damn season that she is a great performer and yeah, I think, like, she proved it tonight. And it just it honestly looked like his belly. It was just like any other day to Fantasia like, <laughs> yeah. as well.
0: I'm just going to pick my bread and milk up. See you in a bit.
1: <laughs> um. So next up was JK. I might be saying something controversial but brave here, but I, I really like JK's look. Two. <laughs> if we were together, I'd high five, yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it. Like, I got the emo thing straight away. Like, it took me back to the mid-2000s. Is it the first thing you think of when it comes to rock gods? No. But hell of a lot of people in your audience... Will dress like that fifteen years ago, or wanted to in my case because I can afford
0: it, but I weren't allowed to, <laughs> or weren't allowed
1: to, yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I, like I really liked the way they performed it. it. Just like it took me back to the MySpace days. It was fucking great. There was a comment made about like the the crown falling off, um. I mean the bullies have said that they edit everybody on the floor show in the best possible light. But I like it looked like in the floor show that they handled the white the the crown falling off really well and then like brought it into their performance and like smashed it. And I was like, mm. oh, I thought like
0: they, they did really well. But I thought the bullies weren't feeling it. 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 Yeah, I thought it was part of it. Like yeah. to be fair. Um ah, yeah, I loved it. Like it was just everyone I wanted to be on my space with the big hair, the big makeup, like the big following, like they were always on that, like, Oh, what, what, you know, this, the same trains that went round and, Oh, it just brought a wave of nostalgia that I wasn't expecting. Like, I think, yeah, you think of of these challenges and it is like that, yeah, that eighties thing. And then, it, but I think like you say, if it, Probably the audience that are watching it, like, this is our kind of, like, Monsters of Rock thing. <laughs> I loved it. Like, I love the sleeves as well. Like, when they unfurled, I was like, yes. Like, I have just memories of getting a All American Rejects hoodie that the sleeves were far too long and, like, chewing holes in Yeah, so my thumbs <laughs> could come through. Oh yeah, I was living my best emo life. Like, uh yeah, this was one of my favorite looks, and I was really sad about where this look <laughs> ended up. <laughs> I
1: don't know if you've seen, but um, J.K. and Onyx on Dicks did a emo photo shoot in like a Mall of America, <laughs> um, and like it's just like when you were fifteen. Like,
0: <laughs> it's exactly right. like that, and it's so good. Yeah, just they're like the really high up photo where you can like literally see the tip of your nose and then you filter it so you can't see any of your features. Yeah. And you're just behind (laughs) the back of a Greg's in like your your local shopping centre. Those were the fucking days. (laughs) Absolutely. Getting in arguments with your friends because they'd like move from the number one spot in your your top eight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. I'm just thinking as well about the crown. I forgot to mention how fucking iconic it was that they walked in wearing that Claire's accessories crown in the laboratory, like, first thing. I don't know if they just were wearing it because they felt like it or if they're wearing it because they won the previous challenge, but I just thought it was so funny.
0: The meme that they were sharing about being compared to Princess Diana. like. <laughs> We've been sending like those back and forth to each other like all week, haven't we? Like I don't know what it is about my humour, but like that just tickles a particular funny bone for me. Like when people compare people to Princess Diana. Yeah. Like, it just really it really hits for me. Or it's just like most random thing,
1: like or obscure thing from a show, Princess Diana, you would have loved this. <laughs> 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 It's so good. <laughs> um, so next on the floor show was Orgosic, who really took the monsters of rock thing literally and came as a monster. Um, I loved this. It was really cool. It was just like you just see it and you're just so taken aback. Like the horns, the wings, the huge stature from like the massive boots that they were wearing, like It's really like a
0: feast for the eyes, isn't it? It was a show-stopping. Mm. Like, you can't help but, like, sit up and take notice of what on earth is going on on that stage. Like, imagine you go and, like, I don't know, see the Foo Fighters. I don't know why that's the first band that comes to mind. But if you go to see them and then Dave Grohl just rocks up wearing that, you'd be like, (laughs) what the fuck is happening? (laughs) 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 What? What? But it was, like one of my favorites like when talk about volume like there was some volume in those boots like jesus christ oh my god Uh, they're fucking huge aren't they yeah the wings i mean yeah it's monsters of rock in a very literal fashion it was yeah it was really really cool
1: so next up on the floor show was cynthia um I feel like this might be who you were talking about when you were saying it was a bit basic. Yeah. Yeah, Like, I I kind of, when I was watching it, like, the first time I just kind of took it in and I was like, okay. And then the second time I was watching it, I was just like, it's good. But I've seen it a million times before.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't want to say those things about Cynthia,
0: but it's, it's true. <laughs> Unfortunately. And, uh, um, it makes me feel really mean. But it, yeah. I think when you think about, you know, all of the other looks, like, you know, even even Jarvis, where, you know, who, you know, spoiler alert, ends up in the bottom. Like, you, there's still things to remember about that look. Yeah. And I think with Cynthia, you'd have to give us a minute. And that's harsh, like, that's horrible. But it it isn't like, there's not a real standout from it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just a bit yeah it's just it's just basic like if you were like create me a monsters of rock look yeah that is probably something that you would think of like straight off the bat
0: yeah um
1: it's not bad like in the
0: slightest like it's, no it's, <laughs> which it's is great so weird like it's a good look it's a great look like the you know it's well put together the looks really cohesive like the boots are fucking fabulous hmm. but you know i think when you compare like I think the, the tricky thing is it's such a strong group this year as well. Yeah. Like, there isn't kind of one person that you'd look at and be like, you're 100% the weakest one of the bunch. Mm. Like, everyone's really strong. So you do have to be, like, really nitpicky, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Aye. and it's, Yeah, it sucks that you have to be like that. But yeah. hey-ho. Um, so last on the floor show was... Throb zombie who was giving us a bit of an Elvis inspired look, um, which I thought was really cool. I'm not the biggest fan of Elvis as a person. I'm really looking forward to Sofia Coppola destroying his name and uh, Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all I actually really want is for Jacob Elordi to win the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Butler spent three years of his life doing the Elvis voice couldn't turn it off ignored his family to lose and that was really funny to me which makes me a terrible person but it was hilarious no like Jacob Elodie
0: got his inspiration from Lilo and Stitch like come on guys (laughs) like if that's not Oscar worthy like an Oscar winner worthy Whatever, I can't formulate that sentence because I'm just so blown away by the fact that that's where he got his inspiration from. <laughs> like, come on, guys!
1: They, He's such and, an unserious person. It's oh, so funny. I'm like,
0: obsessed with him. Like, are you have you been following that like the um the media thing for um Saltburn? Yeah. My Roman Empire is him leaning down out that chair to get um his iced coffee. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, like <laughs> why is Baddy, like
1: is so tiny compared to, him to... <laughs> like, you know what looks it looks like about four
0: feet. This it this when you know when you see all of the monsters on the stage and they're all really tall and then you see little Jarvis.
1: Yeah.
0: That is the Solburn media tour. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: well, yeah, back to on zombie. Uh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I really like this look. It's it's very Vegas. It's, it's like as much as we were saying, I actually wasn't even thinking about Throb when we were thinking about all the ones that aren't really 80s inspired. Like this is obviously very like 50s, 60s Elvis inspired. Um so again, like taken from another tenant of uh rock, um, which I think is really cool to take from that inspiration. Um instead I like the colors like I really like the makeup and the Belize though said there was a bit too much going on
0: though yeah because there was the like the guitar smash and then the little guitar out the wig which I didn't really get (laughs) was like what is happening um and then it looked like they were decaying like because it was like there was a lot of green And there was, like, sort of greeny, like, on the crotch and things. Like, there was clearly a lot of story going on with Throb's Elvis look. I thought it was, like, I thought it was, like, really cool. I thought, again, it was, like, a really interesting interpretation on the theme. I think it was, again, like, a little bit literal. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, like, when we think about Throb's look last week, which was just so, so good. Like, there was Mm. a clear story it was very cohesive like this was just like this is maybe throb just doing elvis with mm. a bit of a twist on it but yeah again maybe. like again i'm just being really picky because everyone is just so good <laughs> very true <laughs> um
1: so when we get onto to actual judging again Billy's be goofy as hell drag's <laughs> like judge me <laughs> <laughs> watch am Like, yous are so fucking stupid and I love you. Um, <laughs> um. So, this week Neo, Orgotic and Fantasia are all in the top. And I was like, Neo's been in the top or one for four weeks in a row. So, I had to do some research, right? Mm. I was like, has anyone had this kind of run on Dragula before? And I think the only other time it's happened is on season four with Dali oh Dali was actually high or one for the first six episodes holy shit yeah and their win is actually from the monsters of rock challenge so it's a shared one technically mm. um although no they were the solo winner so yeah it's their one um, so I'm like, is this? I uh, because I wanted to see if it was like foreshadowing for a winner, mm. but none of the other winners have done as well as that as Neil has been doing currently. Oh,
0: well, very interesting! Can't wait to see how this plays out. Very interesting indeed. Um,
1: yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm interested as well because it's like, it just feels like she can't really do anything wrong. Yeah. Um, not that I'm saying that's a bad thing, but I'm just like, these consistently, like this consistently great feedback. I'm like, oh, I wonder if
0: we're looking at the winner, like honestly. Yeah. I would be surprised. I mean, that is, that's strong showing, especially for someone who, you know, coming in the competition, were like, I've never I've performed maybe once or twice. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's some good going that, like.
1: So, yeah, with that being said, like, I am curious as to how she's going to do next week. Um...
0: But yeah, it's all performance, isn't it? So, yeah. I mean, with you that... know, obviously, did, did really well last week with that lip sync. So, mm. you never know. Could have been practicing in the little hotel room alongside kissing or gothic. Oh, yes. <laughs> the little slags. <laughs> so
1: Fantasia wins the Monsters of Rock floor show challenge, uh, which she's sure won. Well deserved. I think her look was my absolute favourite. Um, her performance was the best. And uh, yeah, I'm glad she's managed to bag a win. Hell
0: yeah.
1: But unfortunately... Jarvis and Jay are up for extermination and I was devastated because I really didn't think Jay should have been in the bottom
0: No, justice for JK as always
1: (laughs) I know, I've just been walking around these last few days and I'm just like, I'm a JK apologist first and a human second, like So this week, I mean, it's already different. Someone's getting exterminated straight away. We're not even getting the full challenge in this episode. It's going to be next episode. It's concluded. But for the first time ever, there is a lip sync for your life. And I've put comma,
0: literally. I was shook. I was like, what? They've not even had time to prepare. It's just, you're doing it, bitch. Yeah. Get ready. got
1: me as well. I was just like... Did they know the song? Did they all have to learn the song? When did they learn the song? Like, I need answers. <laughs> so they, they lip-sync for their life. There's been a few memes about Jarvis. That dance
0: dance move. Oh.
1: It's like, don't you be doing the air violin when I get there?
0: <laughs> People are so funny. Like, I don't know How they're like, like we're seeing it obviously, like throughout Big Brother, like it is just, oh, it is just so good. Like, I love being on, I love being chronically online when shit like this happens. Oh, yeah, (laughs) me too.
1: (laughs) Um, so unfortunately, Jarvis is told that they will be exterminated, Uh, and it's just, it just happens so quickly as well. Like, it's, brutal af um their death scene though is amazing like the this whole setup for like the end of the challenge like they're all just told like one by one that they're safe and to go back to like go to the back of the stage and Jarvis's death scene is set up to like, the beginning of Untucked And the whole thing is very, (laughs) looks very RuPaul's Drag Race, which I kind of, I kind of loved. Like, I thought it was quite funny that they were, like, they went there um. And yeah, like, Jarvis' death scene is the best. Like, I've seen the Blue Label Brothers tweeting and just being like, this was, like, so much fun. They said, watch out for episode six because that one's, like, their oh. particular favourite. But they said this was lots of fun. That they were actually quite gutted to kill Jarvis because Jarvis, like, they really like Jarvis. But mm. that, like, there's been a lot of, like, behind the scenes and stuff, like, released as well because I think a lot of people have
0: just, like, really loved this death scene. It's so beautifully shot. Like it's a pro- it's proper cinematic. Like the switch from like you know color to black and white. Like it's stunning. Reverse Wizard of Oz. Like oh my god! It's just I can see why people are raving about it because I was like wow, it's is gorgeous.
1: Absolutely, um, and the teams are also assigned before the end of the episode. So, Fantasia, as the winner, has been given the role of lead singer slash group leader. And she's in a group with Neil Huru, Anaphylactic, and Blackberry. So, that might be God. a bit... Uh, because Anna and Blackberry are currently having a wee tiff. Um, and the other group is led by Orgotic, and it has Cynthia Doll, Throb Zombie, and Jay, and as Thrill pointed out, everyone in her group is fighting. So she's not there. he's not looking forward to it. And I'm just like, I feel heart sorry for you, Hen. Like, I feel like that group might end up like, do you remember um, Hollow Eve and Madeline Hatter's group? In season oh, God, three, it was just. And how much awful. of like, a clusterfuck that was.
0: I have visions of that. It's for got it got the point where that was just it just wasn't even nice to watch anymore because you were no. just like you're gonna it's just not gonna be
1: good <laughs> i'm worried about or as a leader because he was like um jk will just shut his mouth and obey me and i was like i was ready to fucking fight i was like obey you like yeah. who are you god like what the fuck i'm not obeying
0: you i'm not a bloody yeah. dog. Yeah, the optics of that aren't great. Like, just shut, no, don't be saying shit like that, you fucking weirdo, don't, (laughs) know. But yeah, I think it's, the next week, I think, you know, we're already starting to see, obviously, lots of stuff bubbling up and over. I think next week, having to put a performance together and work with all these big personalities, I think we're going to see a lot of fireworks. Yeah. What I kind of
1: hope happens is, I think for success and for Fantasia's team, if Anna and Blackberry can get over their shit, I think they'll probably win. Yeah. Um, because I think Fantasia is such a seasoned performer, and I feel like she's a, she's going to be a really good leader as well. I think she's going to bring them through because I don't think she's going to be like oh you listen to me like I think she's going to be a really good leader and kind of talk through things and like bring everyone together but I think for them if Anna and Blackberry don't solve their problems like that's going to be what fucks them I, yeah. I just, I'm so sorry to the other team but I just have no hope
0: <laughs> for them whatsoever yeah I think I think you're probably right, but we'll we'll wait and see. But I think, yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: <laughs> so that's the end of the episode. Um, as per usual, not no teaser or anything for next week. We'll need to wait until Monday for that. Mm. Although it's interesting, like this week, obviously, like there's not gonna be that whole like thing in the laboratory, like, oh, who's coming back? It's like they know. Uh, and we had, like, no cauldron this mm. week, so we don't know how they all feel about each other's outfits, really. Like, we kind of got some confessionals of everyone basically saying that they thought Jay was shit. Oh, as per usual, my mm. poor Jay getting bullied. Uh, no, it's not. It's
0: fine. Uh, <laughs> the people's princess will the people's prevail. The <laughs> um, So, yeah what am I doing what more can you say like (laughs) there's just I think we you know we said before we started recording like this episode even though we are missing a lot of those elements of like you know the lab like the fright fate, the cauldron afterwards like so much happened like this was an episode with a capital a yeah 100% like I
1: feel like I've just like like For about three hours, it's probably not (laughs) as long as that, but just so much happened with the kind of interpersonal relationships between the monsters that Mm. is like really important for informing what's going to happen next. And yeah, yeah, I just wonder like, can they put their shit aside? Can they work together? I I'm a bit doubtful, honestly. Um, but hopefully they'll prove me wrong.
0: He is hoping.
1: so sophie let's finish up and get Oida here um so, so sophie where can people find you online
0: so i am as i said chronically online looking at memes of princess diana um on <laughs> <laughs> on twitter at sophie serves face and on instagram at sophie serves face
1: I am at Hi, it's Lindsay underscore on all social media. You can find the podcast at girlfriendpod on Twitter and girlfriends underscore podcast on Instagram. We'll be back next week for part two of the Monsters of Rock challenge. I can't fucking wait. But until then, stay spooky.